0: Welcome back, everyone, to another Slab Stocks YouTube live stream here on Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern time. My name is Aaron, one of your hosts, joined by Nate. I uh, sound a little bit more excited than I'm feeling right now, considering the Brewers just dropped their second in a row to the Atlanta Braves. As Rob points out, uh, he says one more game goes Braves, and I will say uh, one more game after the one more game, because let's win tomorrow. Nate, how disappointing was the game today?
1: You know, it's hard to win games when you don't score runs. And it's not like the Braves pitching is like the greatest pitching staff in the history of the world. It's just the Brewers are atrocious. Yeah. Um, that being said, a couple of those outs at the end of the game were hundred plus mph power exit velocities. And they just went right at Braves. So tough. That's, tough that's, scene. that's life sometimes.
0: Yeah. Su- super tough. And I really hope we win tomorrow, but uh, also the
1: Packers somehow miraculously won. Maybe the, Brewers can get some of that luck because I don't know how five field goals are I don't, missed. I don't, at know, the end. I don't know if that was luck. That was just the worst football I've ever watched in my entire life. Uh, that's one way to put it. That, much. that was wild too.
0: Uh, first off, I just want to welcome everyone for joining today. I do appreciate it. It's a very interesting episode today because we will not only be looking at PWCC's first initial launch of, the, of their monthly auction since uh, eBay uh, so kicked off PWCC from their platform. Uh, with accusations of shill bidding, and we will be looking at pwcc's monthly auction for the first quarter of today's live stream and then we will be transitioning into talking to jesse um, from pwcc he uh, does a lot of the marketing for pwcc and you know shares the stuff of the premier auction that they do they've run the premier auction every uh, month since that happened and that has not stopped but this is going to be their first monthly auction where there's cards that are selling for as cheap as ten dollars i'm sure going as high as 100k there's some really huge cards in this monthly auction too uh which is crazy so it really is a wide range of stuff there's 40,000 different cards uh that are up for sale this month so we're going to do some preview of what that auction even is this month and how does it work because it is so much different than ebay and how auctions were run on ebay uh because there is a lot of education that goes in around this specific auction and also we'll be talking to jesse to hear about what initiatives pwcc took since they fallout out with eBay to ensure that this auction is going to be run um, with integrity and with bidder security and, and uh, seller security as well, for that matter. So uh, let's start today by going through. I just need to get my little presentation pulled up. And we are going to first, here's the monthly auction. Should I hit the next slide? Uh, that is on pwccmarketplace.com. And then this is the schedule. So the first big switch between eBay's auction that PWCC ran for years and years and years and the new monthly auction is going through PWCC. Uh, like I said, one, there's 40,000 cards ending this month with, within a 17-day time period, uh, more like 17 to 23 days. So basically, each given sport starts on a specific day. Baseball starts on October 7th. Basketball starts on October 8th. Football October 9th. Soccer, hockey, miscellaneous sports on October 10th. And October 11th, which is today, Pokemon and TCG is starting. And then tomorrow, what they call the final round is starting. And that's when there's duplicates, uh, different late entries that got added into the October auction. We'll start tomorrow. Every single auction has 17 days of bidding. Um, And then the biggest, most important thing is that this is not like an eBay auction. There is extended bidding for every single item in this auction. If you're used to auctions, high-end through any of the high-end sellers, you know PWCC, Golden, Heritage, whoever you want it to be, a lot of them use um, you know, uh, extended bidding models where bidders go back and forth bidding on a given auction to basically have a bidding war to see who would p- pretty much pay the highest price. Um, it's not like eBay where you sit there and you bid, a, bid on an auction. Uh, I've done this plenty of times where I see I'm winning for $150. The auction goes from one second to zero seconds. It refreshes and I lose the auction. I'm sure it's happened to you too, or someone, you know, and um, this is going to alleviate that. I, I would almost call it a problem in my mind. I mean, I've seen many times where I think I won and I didn't uh, to where if I do really want the card, I will be the last one standing if I want it that bad. Uh, and also on top of it is that there are 40,000 auctions ending all throughout these different days, but they're all ending on separate days to where not every single 40, thousand you know different items are ending at the exact same time in the exact same day so you will be you know sequestered to your baseball on the 24th uh bidding on all your baseball auctions at one time trying to see how you can uh win those cards now to bid in this auction you do have to be fully registered with pwcc and verified Um, we'll let jesse speak more to that later but they went through a number of steps to make sure that people are registering and verifying accounts um, to try and make sure as many people as possible are truthfully bidding this auction and we'll let uh jesse speak to it like i said but um this is where the biggest changes it's all in the extended bidding rules um it's different than the premier auction it's different than ebay because ebay goes to clock goes to zero the auction ends no matter what's going on slamming in bids at the very end and i'm just going to read read off this because it is it's intense like this is not normal i will say it but this is innovative and i think it's going to do a lot of different things for this auction, for the people bidding this auction. It's going to present, present a lot of different buying opportunities. It might present sellers with better opportunities to capture higher prices if they have an extremely rare card. Um, it's going to be interesting. So here we go. For the extended bidding, you have to place all your bids on an item. You must place a bid on an item by 7 p.m. Pacific time on the closing night to bid on that item during extended bidding. After that 7 p.m. Pacific time hits on the given day, Extended bid, extended bidding begins. There's a 60-second extended bidding timer. When a new bid is made, the 60-second timer will refresh. Once the timer expires, the entire auction will end. That's given that any card in that night's closing doesn't get a bid for 60 seconds, the entire auction will end at that moment for that night for all the baseball cards on the first night. To close items quickly, there will be three closing days. Sorry, three closing windows, 7 to 7.30 Pacific time, 7.30 to 8 p.m. Pacific time, and 8 p.m. until the auction closes. At 7 p.m. Pacific time, there will be a 30-minute closing window. Any item that does not receive a bid in this window will close. At 7.30 p.m. Pacific time, the closing window will will decrease to five minutes. During each five-minute period, if an item does not receive a bid, it will close. So at 7.30 p.m. Pacific time, all the individual items will be on their own clock. From there on out if a bid doesn't get received in five minutes it ends at 8 p.m pacific time and onward the closing time will decrease to one minute and during each one minute period if item does not receive a bid it will close and the entire auction will close when the 62nd timer expires and this is hoping to end um the entire night in an hour and a half so That is the plan for the extended bidding, which is much different than what eBay is. Uh, It's gonna be intense. There's gonna be a ton of bids coming in. There's gonna be a lot of items, I'm sure, ending for good deals. There's gonna be other items that are going up high because they're very rare and collectors are keying in on them. But that is what it is. Review these details if you are bidding in the auction. um, And make sure, like I said, the registering get verified if you do plan bidding in the auction. Now, you might be wondering, if you're a seller in this auction, how do you sell or how do you sell in the future auctions? You basically, have to submit them to the PWCC vault, um, and then they will vault them for free right now with the code FREE VAULT through the end of the new year. Um, I believe that includes free insurance on the collectibles. Uh, you're going to want to read on the FREE Vault page on PWCC's website and uh, free storage. And then what's going to happen here is that any card between less than 50 dollars is a 15% rate that includes both uh, payment processing. And for the selling fees, and then fifty to one hundred ninety-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents is fourteen percent. Two hundred to nine hundred ninety-nine and ninety-nine cents is thirteen percent, and from there it's tiered down. So it's a tiered approach. Um, it's not like eBay, where eBay is pretty much one flat fee. Um, the higher the dollar of the card is, the lower the fees, and it goes all the way down to seven percent, uh, which is, you know, 5.23, five point two three.
1: was it? Name five point.
0: What's the what's the uh, percentage for eBay?
1: Uh, cards are, well, it's 10% and then 2.35% for cards for the, uh, yeah. So 5.35% Yeah, is the difference. Um, so it's a tiered approach. Now
0: Jesse will speak more to the fee structure later as well, but that is what the fees are right there for selling graded cards. Rob, great question. I haven't checked this out yet. Are they all graded cards or are there are raw, raw cards there as well? There can be raw cards. Um, most of the raw cards that I've noticed in the auction are, cards that are sealed either like in luminaries or flawless or tops now autographs, but mostly all of them are graded, I guess, eminence too for uh, soccer and basketball. There's a lot of those in there too. So most of them are graded. Uh, mostly all of them, you know, are graded before we get to bringing in Jesse for the uh, chat here in five minutes. I just want to say really quick, slabsex.com shop tomorrow break day is Tuesday for soccer at 3 PM Eastern time. Tomorrow or Wednesday is break day for Nate, 3 p.m. Eastern time. Nate's basketball break is already sold out. Um, there are two spots left in his baseball break that went up. 2021 Bowman Chrome, uh, three spots, three different uh, division alignments. Nate, really quickly say what the divisions are.
1: Oh, um, Oh, one second. Let me grab my phone so I can uh, actually <laughs> – actually, uh, you're asking me to remember, which is – I think uh, I remember. NL West and NL East. So you have the Dodgers and the Padres, but then you have the NL East, which doesn't have a ton of autos. Um, the NL Central and the AL East. So you have, you know, Christian Hernandez from the Cubs and Ivor Piguero from the Pirates and like all six position players from the Brewers, along with the AL East, which isn't strong, but it has the uh, uh, Carlos Coleman, Coleman I don't know how to say his last name from the Rays. And then you have the AL West and AL Central that aren't as strong up front talent like Christian Hernandez or or, uh, Ivor Piguero, but they have way more autos than the other ones. So you have a better chance of getting an auto, maybe just not as high of a valued auto. Right. All right.
0: Thank you. So that was the overview for Wednesday's BreakSlapSucks.com slash shop. Uh, Check out the breaks there. There's two breaks left for this week. And I am going to now screen share the actual platform because i just talked through the pwcc platform the auction platform but this is what it looks like um it is on like i said pwccmarketplace.com and here what we're looking at is the auction home screen. so basically every single time a new card gets bid on there is a revolving uh door here basically of new cards in the current bid and that goes on all throughout the auction you see the tcg there final fantasy you see uh Billy Goodman, uh, that's a 52 Tops card. You see a sealed box of Marvel metal. from. That's pretty sweet. Um, so there's wax in here too. And then what you can do here is you can search by title for any given player, any given card, uh, adjust the filter for the bid, adjust the closing date. Uh, you know, 24th is baseball, 25th basketball, 26th football, 27th uh, the miscellaneous, 28th is the TCG, 29th is the final round. Uh, you can select different sports, different wax, whatever you want. I appeal uh, let's just do something here. I'll show you some filters. So basketball, currently it's sorting by the year as the lowest, but let's just filter by the highest bid first, and we're going to see um, which bids are coming in right now pretty high. So you got the $55,000 LeBron James Top Chrome Refractor PSA 10, uh, which is pretty much the biggest card, I'd say, or one of the biggest cards in the entire auction. Uh, you got you know some Jordan, some Kobe, all that different stuff, and that's the highest bid. Now let's just say you want to look up the different Giannis cards in the auction. You type in Giannis. Um, And you're going to see different featured Giannis cards. There's 126 Giannis cards ending on auction. But what I do want to stress here is, as you can see the bid now button, um, I've already been verified to bid. I have placed quite a few bids so far. So the reason why is, yes, the auction is open within the last like three to four days. But this works so much differently than eBay because when all these items hit extended bidding, you have to already have a qualified bid in there to bid on extended bidding. If you're not qualified for extended bidding, you're not going to win the auction most likely, unless you're the high bidder, which you already have to be before anyways, which will qualify you for extended bidding. So you really do have to bid before 7 p.m. Pacific time of the night of the closing to even qualify for bid. So I will do that here for this Giannis. I want to qualify for extended bidding because I like this card. I like that it's a patch of 99 rookie logo on from National Treasures, PSA 9, and I'll bid $22. And that's going to qualify me for extended bidding right here. By dropping the bid on this card now yes i've been out bid but at least now on the closing night of the basketball which is on october 25th i know that if i want to win this card and it's sitting at like 150 bucks i'll qualify for extended bidding if i place i bid right now i go and look and it's after 7 p.m pacific time on the 25th and it looks like a steal i can't win it so that's why it's very beneficial to go through and place bids on a lot of this stuff um if you so choose if you want to and if you find it valuable in my opinion This is strictly my opinion. I was not told to say any of this. I do believe that this auction is going to provide a lot of different buying opportunity. There's 40,000 different items ending in this. There are tons of players that just aren't on people's radars. There are tons of different cards that just aren't in people's radars. And this is the first of its kind auction through through PWCC. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of really, really good cards that are ending here that you can find to add to your collection. Um, I'm going to be looking like this 2014 Noir Giannis Spotlight. I might be interested on the night up, so I'm going to place a bid right here. But I really do believe that there's going to be some great cards ending on this night that you are, will have a chance to acquire that you might not have had a chance to acquire with maybe some limited competition on some of these cards um they have had in the past. And then at the same time, there's also a ton of rare pieces in here too that are, I'm sure are going to sell for crazy amounts, as we saw you know, with LeBron, and there's going to be one of ones in here that are ending. I saw a select Trey Young. Patch one of one from uh, his rookie year in here. Let me just look it up quick, and like this is going to be a card, you know, that's only here. So there you go. There's a the Trey Young on, uh, select one of one. I'm going to watch that just cause, and uh, that's what we're that's what we're looking at for here. So that's why I said make sure you get your bids in now because it is going to benefit you because like let's just say it's interesting as Trey and it's sitting at five hundred dollars, want to have a chance to bid on it at the night of the close. So we are at the time here. And it is going to be time to bring in Jesse from PWCC. And last thing is here for Rob, is there any reserve on these cards? There's no reserve on any of the cards. All of them open at $10 bidding and they're all closing, uh, on their given nights, but let's bring in the man himself to talk more about the auction. So remove that. And Jesse, Jesse, man. Hey, what's going on? Welcome. Thank you so much for coming to the chat today. Yeah, thanks for having me.
2: How you been doing? Good, man. Good. Uh, actually just got back in town. So, uh, Made it just in time. Flight ran a little late, but uh, but I'm here.
0: <laughs> how's, uh, how's it been? You know, obviously it's been a busy, what, since the <laughs> national? Two months, yeah. month and a half for y'all. How, how's it been going over at PWCC? How's the morale in the office? How, how's everything going?
2: Yeah, stuff's really good, actually. Uh, morale's great. Um, we've been just heads down, really trying to build this platform. Uh, you know, it's the first of its kind with how we're going to close it um and you know the the quantity of cards that are in it so uh you know we had a lot to do over the last uh you know five or six weeks but uh we we delivered we got it built we got it we got it uh put out on time and so we're we're super excited to uh to see it all shake out
0: yeah i mean those are some ambitious dates i remember back way back when fixed price launching september 1st and the october auction coming at the beginning of october and like it like you said you all did it so props to you guys that's a lot i'm sure to figure out between not only the development side, but all the processes in place. Cause every single process that you
2: had, got blown up and totally, totally. Yeah. It was uh, a big, big effort from our dev team and marketing too. I um, mean, they've got, you know, their hands full between now and when everything closes. And so uh, we've, we've been, been hard at work.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Well, Hey, thank you so much again for joining me. I think it's gonna be a good episode for everyone listening. Um, if you are in here and watching right now, feel free to place some questions in the chat throughout the episode um, I have some questions I want to ask Jesse myself, but we do value, you know, the audience's, uh, you know, opinions and, and questions and everything, because that's why we're here in the first place. You know, it's all for you guys. Uh, we want to make sure you all are as informed as possible on everything that goes on in the sports car market, uh, which is why we do these weekly live streams, which is why we bring Jesse in um, and everything like that. So first off, I'm just going to kick it off. You know, it was quite the follow up between PWCC and eBay after a super standing partnership for years and years and years. I can rem- remember since I was collecting sports cards way back early on. Um, through all that, that happened with their accusations of show bidding with PWCC and associates or however they they said it, um, you know, what step have you all as a company taken from that point on knowing that you had to get to your point of launching your own auction to ensure the bidding integrity through this platform, not only for buyers, but sellers too, that everyone's confident in what they're doing through the platform. Um, because obviously that's, that's a hurdle that eBay kind of put in your way and you guys had to act on that quick. So I'd love to hear myself and I'm sure the audience too, on, how you attack that so quickly and what you guys are doing to really help people out.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I think the, based on what eBay said, the perception is one thing, but then you know, reality is really different. Um, and people who've done business with us for a long time, they understand that they know that they know how much we've done to try to protect our our buyers um, and our sellers. Uh, you know, cause it's not just show bidding, it's unpaid items, it's all these things. Right. And there's only so much we can do on a third party platform. Um, you know, we've made many suggestions to eBay over the years of things that we thought that they could do to clean up their own platform. Um, you know, some action were taken on some of them and some not on the others. But the beauty of it now is we control the entire process. So now as a company, it's all on us. So if we screw it up, then it's on us. Right now, we can't blame eBay. We can't blame anybody else. It's something that we control the entire process for for vetting our buyers and making sure that items get paid for. Um, and it's something that we take really seriously. And we've taken a lot of steps to ensure that, uh, that that's going to happen. So, um, you know, one of the things that we've done is, and we actually started doing this from the beginning of the premier auction as well, is there's a company called Tech Heads. Um, they're a cybersecurity company, and they firewall off all max bids. So as a company, we have no visibility to any max bids that come in on any items. So we can't see that, um, you know, there's, there's uh, rumors out there that, um, you know, other companies might be able to see these or whatnot. We want to make sure that, you know, people knew that we 100% could not see them. So tech TechHeads, uh, they firewall that off, no employee, contractor, affiliate of PWCC has any, um, any record of those, can see those. And then on top of that, we hire this company called Triaxium, another cybersecurity firm to basically vet and validate that what we were saying, tech heads is actually doing, and they will give their stamp of approval on it and they will create a monthly report that is going to be posted on our website um, with, uh, with their, you know, quote unquote audit that they do.
0: Yeah. That that's, I mean, that's awesome. That's steps that lead toward transparency, which leads towards confidence, which leads towards better results for the sports card community in general. Um, When it came to, I heard you say, you know, earlier that y'all were trying to work with eBay for years, probably trying to get them to better their processes. And I I've always thought the same thing that eBay isn't built. For sports cards, it just isn't. I mean, I remember early on when I started learning more about PWCC and how you all were selling through there. Start hearing about you know the no return policy really actually worked with you all. You worked with eBay to make sure that there were no returns for buyers remorse. So there were no returns for you know fake damaging slabs, whatever it sure. might be. You know, there's plenty of things that people try to pull out there through eBay that I've experienced over the years. I'm sure Nate's experienced over the years. I'm sure like every single person watching this or listening to this later has experienced over the years. Um, you know, how, now that you aren't, are on your own platform for good, how, Mm -hmm. how much are you able to affect that? And also how much are you able to actually track these bidding patterns throughout your platform to try to ensure not only that people aren't returning cards, which is a completely different issue, obviously, but that bids that are being placed. If there is shield bidding patterns, you can track them, try to shut them down, do as much as you can, because in my eyes, that's how people get confident is when they know that Pwcc is taking active steps to do
2: such a sure, thing. yeah, no. Um, so with eBay, it's really easy to create uh, multiple accounts, right? So um, that's something that is going to be a big step for us to to do verification. So email verification is one step. Anybody who's been on there bidding on stuff already know that you had to verify your phone number. So we have these we have these different levels of buyer verification, um, and that's a big part of the process to be able to control it because if someone acts inappropriately then we ban them right well on eBay we could only ban up to 5000 people at one time it was literally this revolving door we had to do because eBay's code didn't allow us to ban users over the number 5000 i don't know why they put a cap on it ever but um it was some old code of theirs that they i think they were just afraid to change it like it might break something um but anyway that we could only do 5000 so uh but our list we kept all of them still so if somebody came back and they misbehaved again it was a second strike and they're gone for good but um, we have a, an, an Excel spreadsheet of over 20,000 eBay IDs that we've blocked over time at one point or another. Um, but now for us, we control this whole process, right? So we can block people for as long as we want, forever, yeah. right? We don't have to worry about releasing someone just because we need to block a newer um, misbehaving user. So we we have full control over that now. We have an algorithm in place that um, notifies our team of you know kind of inconsistent biddings uh, or bidding that you know doesn't look natural. Um, you know, we, like I said, we can verify all the accounts. And then as far as like returns go, well, we've heard it all. I mean, we've heard every excuse under the sun. We know what's a legit return and what's not. And so we can control that again. We don't have to worry about eBay siding with us, um, or with the buyer. It's, we control the whole process.
0: Right. Really quick. Just want to say what's up to Midwest Ripper. What's up to Timo. Hey guys, thanks so much for joining again today. Uh, I have a few questions here that are just going to be coming off of the, uh, comments here. So. From uh, a Mecca. are you going to be accepting more of a range of graded cards? Example, SGC, HGA. I'll let you go at this, but I think I know some of the answers. So you can just go take this one, though.
2: Yeah, SGC, we 100% take. We've sold SGC for years. Um, some of these newer grading companies, depending on what their history is, um, we won't be selling their product for a little bit of time. Um, you know, we need, they need to have more of a longstanding um, hold in the market. They need to be in business for longer. Um, you know, HGA, I hear a lot of people talk about them, but. Um, I think that, you know, we're just not ready to accept their their product yet. Uh, they haven't been around long enough. So we right now we accept PSA, Beckett, SGC, and CSG. Um, you know, they have uh, an extensive grading background. And so we're, we're able to take them. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Thank you for that. And then Rob here has a question. If you missed on sending in cards on this auction, when will, when will we be able to send in cards for the next auction? And I'll follow that up with as well a secondary question that's, do people have to send stuff to the vaults? to get into the auction or can you send it just, you know, to PWCC, you hold in, it automatically gets listed.
2: Yeah, you can You can send it to just the office and we list it. Um, right now, the way our systems work for the premier auction, it goes through the vault uh, to get to premier, but um, for monthly, it doesn't have to. So a monthly auction, you just send it in. And it is a monthly auction, so we will have one every month.
1: Yep. Go ahead. Uh, at what point, say it's October 25th you want it in for November
2: 7th start date or whatever it is. At what right. point do I, would I have to send that in? So we it's it's the same deadlines that we've had before. Um, so the 15th of the month is guaranteeing you making the main section of the auction, right? And we always have, you know, we're, we're changing the name for it, but called, we called it round two all the time. It's kind of the late additions. Um, so after the between the 15th and the 30th of the month, it's best efforts. We're going to try to get it into the main. Um, but if you get pushed up against that end of the month, and depending on the quantity we have coming in that month, you might make it in round two um, instead of the main,
0: okay. and that round two would be like the final round that ends the last night of the auction, correct? Yeah,
2: and it's kind of it's got a mix of sports and everything in there, so it's not it's not as organized as the the earlier days uh, because we've had more time to get those in, prep the auction, organize it all. Um, so the stuff that comes in later, that's why it's the best efforts to try to get that in
0: for sure. Yeah. Uh, another one from Rob: Once the auction ends, will we, will we be able to see a completed price on each item? <laughs> um go for that but as of right now i know you can't for pwcc premiere auction although i think it's coming right
2: it's coming yeah um so we are redesigning once once the cord was set was cut with ebay um you know we we had to take down any any pricing that wasn't our cards so we're redoing the whole look and feel of our pricing tool um so what i always tell people for premiere if you want to know what a sale was you can reach out to anybody on our sales team or our customer service and we'll we'll let you know what something finished for but Yes, there will be much more demand for for pricing when the monthly auction is is up uh, or has closed. So we will have that, um, I believe, in the coming weeks.
0: Right, because I mean, you know, as much as anyone, and as we know too, you know, completed sales set the market for a lot of people. People are going to totally. want to track this stuff. They're gonna, they're going to want to know what they're selling for, so they can compare based on different fee structures, how much can I sell it for, wherever I'm selling it. Um, you know, that's that's good info for everyone to have, um, for sure. And then uh, I was going to ask another question, but I don't quite remember at this point. But I will say, um, you know, in the past, when you list on eBay or people listed through PWCC on eBay, 10 day auction, seven day auction, whatever it might be, it's a 17 day thing for every single category. Speak to us about the decision on 17 days and how do you think that's going to, you know, I guess maybe work out for buyers and sellers or do you think it's beneficial for people just to speak to that?
2: Well, the 17 day for the 17 day length for this auction uh, is longer than it's normally going to be. We wanted this first one to soak for an extra week, basically. Um, so we're going to go back to 10 day auctions moving forward. Um, after I believe after this month, maybe we'll do one more auction with a little bit longer run. Um, but it's just given more, uh, more marketing opportunities, you know, a little bit of everything for our team to really make it a success for all the sellers. So it's just a, a little bit longer of a, of a soak in this, in this auction.
0: Yep, and uh, for those that are joining right now, midway through, uh, well, midway through the entire stream, but first off, thank you for joining. Secondly, we have Jesse here from PWCC talking about the new monthly auction and uh, steps that PWCC is taking to ensure the bidding integrity. And I will say, if you do have a question, feel free to throw it in the chat and we'll try to get it answered. Um, some really good questions coming out here right now. One from Midwest Ripper, what is the cost to send to the vault?
2: Well, right now we have uh, vault promo through the end of the year, so it's actually free um it's free for life there's a a a removal fee if you ever remove the cards out and don't um you don't sell them through us that's basically just us recouping some of the expense that we had to you know store them and insure them for you while they were in our possession Uh, but uh, outside of that they're free for life awesome
0: um follow up on that i remember what i was gonna say So you're on eBay, you're buying a card, obviously you can have the card shipped to you. You could, even if, you know, I had a vault account, I could ship it to the vault, could do whatever. Um, Is this a process now with this monthly auction that you are going to have buyers that are buying things through the monthly auction and just shipping it directly to them? Or is everyone that creates an account and registers to bid in this, does it go into their vault account and then do they select to fulfill it to them? Or can they select at the time of winning to fulfill it to themselves?
2: It's going to give you options. Yeah, you're going to be able to f- ship it to yourself. Some people don't want to use the vault. That's fine. Um, but you know the the sales tax portion of that is based on shipping address. So if you have a PWCC vault, it makes a lot of sense to just select that, send it there, um, and then if you want to fulfill it out later, you can. But right, uh, but yeah, that it, it it is uh, it is going to have an option for sure.
0: And the fulfillment fee, I don't know if you said, but it's one percent,
1: right?
2: A one percent fee. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Of the insured right. value. So of it's the much m- much less than sales tax. Just <laughs> right is than 5.5% in Wisconsin. Yeah, or, or Nate,
1: I
0: mean in certain places, yeah. it's like what eight, nine, ten percent in certain states, like, probably It gets the- up
2: to to I think ten. I think 10's the highest sales tax.
0: Yeah, yeah. like New York, cool. I know it's huge. Um yeah, it's what's up, Cody? How are we doing, Cody? Here we go from Daniel. I so I read it, you know, I talked about the extended bidding uh earlier mm-hmm. in the stream. I will say that I want Jesse to talk about too, because this was actually my next question was this is really you said it, you know, 40,000 cards. This is a ton ending in one month. First of its kind type of auction. Uh, You know, no, no f- fill here. But all I'm, all I'm trying to say is that I believe that this is one of the most innovative looking auctions I've seen. Just as if when I sat down the first time and reviewed the, the PWCC premiere auction, I said, Hey, no one's telling me to say this. I'm sitting here. This is the most innovative bidding screen I've ever seen for an auction as auto refresh, you can favor all the ones to your thing. You can see if you're in bid, out bid, whatever it is. You know, Refreshing bids at the top. I've never seen something like this. And that's mm-hmm. just facts. You know, There's nothing behind the other than that. Um, extended bidding model applied to 40,000 cards ranging from $10 to, like I said, 100K potentially. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: How is this going to look? How is this going to feel? Is this going to be – Is just talk to me about it and explain yeah. it to Daniel as well.
2: Yeah, so it's going to be – fast paced. Uh, I mean it's there's no doubt about it. And I think depending on how many cards you're bidding on is going to determine how crazy it feels. <laughs> you know, if you're if you're bidding on hundreds and hundreds of cards, like it's going to be wild. So what what I'm telling people is like don't don't use the extended bidding like you would traditional extended bidding for higher cards where you take your time, you place a bid, you think about it more, right? If these are commodities and cards you roughly know what the value is, then put in that high bid you know, make sure that that's done. So you don't lose that opportunity on that card because it got too fast paced towards the end of the auction. And there might be stuff that doesn't it's not as much of a commodity, it doesn't have as good of comps. Um, So, you know, those are the kind of cards you can spend the time using the extended bidding um, features to compete, right? Really gives you that chance to compete. So on eBay, you could snipe cards, uh, but I mean, how many times have people been the underbidder on a card? They snipe and they go, God, I didn't think anyone would bid that much. I would have bid another 50 bucks or hundred bucks if I would have known. Right. So this gives you that opportunity to compete. Um, right. And, and
0: just uh, correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, but basically at the time of bidding, I show people the bidding process before you join, mm-hmm. and you can just select a bid up to amounts and I can bid up yeah. to like 150 on a card in that night and extended bidding I'll bit all the way up to that amount. And then that's it.
2: Right, exactly. And and that's what I was saying, that we have that firewalled off. So we have no access to what the high bid is. Um, so it's totally protected. Um, now, the, the actual bidding itself, do you guys want me to go into the details and explain yeah. how that's going to kind of work? Yeah, absolutely. As, as many okay. details as possible. Sure, sure. Um, so you have to bid on an individual item by 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, the night of closing for that that group of cards. Um, so then you get the opportunity to participate in extended bidding for that card or multiple cards that you bid on, Right. Well, we have these. Uh, we have a 60-second clock that's always running, and every time a bid is clipped on any card in the entire auction, that that clock resets. But if there's ever a moment where no bids are placed in the entire auction for 60 seconds, that's when it ends. Okay, so keep that in mind. Now we have win- we call them windows. So from 7 to 7:30, there's a bidding window, and if a card gets a bid in that window, then it can move on to the next window. If a card does not get a bid in that window, then whoever's a high bid at the end of that window at 7.30 will win the card and it's done and it falls off. So you have 10,000 cards, let's say 2,000 fall off at 7.30 because none of those cards got a bid, okay? So those those cards are all, they're all closed. So from seven, now the, the windows get faster. So from 7.30 to 7.35, you have another window. Cards must receive a bid, that individual card must receive a bid in that window to make it to the 7.35 to 7.40 clock, okay? So once again, 8,000 cards left, now they're, they're starting to fall off, right? So what we're doing is we're creating a, a bidding model where only cards that are getting action are gonna keep moving on. So because we're closing the auction as a whole, right? Um, it gives people time to go back to other cards if they're still active and keep bidding on them. Um, whereas if there was individual lots trying to do 10,000 cards in a night, it would be chaos having all those end at the exact same time. Right. Um, you know, So it, this way you can kind of go back, you can, um, you can do a little bit more research if you need to on those, those cards that you do want to compete on, but um, it gets faster and faster and faster. So from seven thirty to eight o'clock we have, there's five minute windows, you know, so there's six, five minute windows. So for a card to make it to eight o'clock, it would need to receive a total of seven bids, one in the seven thirty window. And then one in each of the five minute windows between seven 30 and eight o'clock eight gotcha. o'clock is where it starts getting really fast. So now it's a one minute clock. So now you literally like, if a card doesn't get a bid, it's, it's, closes right yeah. so we're saying that we think the whole auction will close by maybe eight fifteen, because a card would have to get 15 additional bids to make it all the way to 8 15 right right so so that's how this you know software that we have that's patent pending um that's how we're able to close that many cards in one night that quarter. uh
0: rob when you say 7 to seven thirty, is that eastern pacific time that's pacific time so right. all the times that he just stayed are pacific time um of course add two hours for central time add three hours for eastern time um, and so on and so forth. So that's good info. Thank you. Uh, I got doge monster training that just logged in and uh, you did speak to us earlier, but for the people that just joined through and just, I just want to reiterate um, the whole eBay and PWCC fault since is a, this is the first time we've had you or someone from PWCC on mm-hmm. our show here. Um, you know, shell, she'll bidding allegation. allegations. Just we'll let you give your response to that.
2: Yeah, we, we just deny it. I mean, we've done so much to try to help do the exact opposite with eBay. So we were really surprised when they came out and said what they said. Um, and we've still gotten no evidence, no anything from them of what they're pointing at because they haven't even given us an opportunity to address whatever it is. And they said, associates, we don't know if they're talking about employees, if they're talking about consigners. we, we don't know. Um, so we're still left kind of wondering what it was.
0: Yeah. Got you. Just want to make sure that, uh, anyone yeah. that logged in halfway through is able to get a chance to hear that. Um, all right. So I did bring up earlier before you joined the team, uh, before you join the stream, the, the fee structure for selling, um, talk to me about the fee structure. When I look at it, clearly there's benefit for selling higher, higher value cards. You know, this is not like eBay where it's just a flat fee across anything. Um, you know, there's, there's tiered approach to you sell something for $5,000 or more, $5,000 or more. And I think that the fees were what around 9%. Um, um between
2: five and 10k it's eight
0: percent all right so eight percent yeah says yeah and then seven
2: seven percent above 10k yeah
0: yeah so so it, you know tiers down as it goes on um i want you to speak to the people that aren't selling cards that are expensive because for guys like nate and i i will say only a very few of my a few amount of my cards even if i wanted to sell them could even fit into that tier what's the benefit for people like us who want to sell through this auction who can gain something more out of the actual auction than just the fees. If you just look at the fees, like obviously, there's a point to where you're obviously making more money than if you're selling through eBay based on the fees. But the point where you're not mm-hmm. mostly two hundred dollars and under. What's the benefit to people selling through PWCC's auction?
2: Well, we did lower the price. So when we were on eBay, it was more expensive to sell the the, the cheaper cards um, oh. than it is now. So we did lower the fees on the less expensive stuff. There we go. Um, yeah. So so we did do that. Now. With us, I think you know what really matters is your net. You know, do you believe that you are going to a card's going to sell for more money through PWCC than it would on eBay and actually get paid for, right? Like th- those are the things that that matter. So a lot of people look at the fees, and it's like, well, you should worry about what you're going to net on the card versus the fees. So if you think you're going to you're going to net more through PWCC, then you should use us, right? If you think that you have a better chance to sell through eBay and do it on your own and and maybe pay a less fee, but I, I believe fees on eBay are still like. Are they twelve and a half percent or something like that? Right, is that what it right. is? Up up to yeah. like seventy um, yeah. five hundred dollars. So our fees are pretty comparable uh, to eBay, if not less, uh, for you to sell it on your own, and then you have to deal with everything else, right? You have to deal with all the shipping, all the communication. You got to worry about returns, um, and then are you really still on top of all of that going to net more money? And we're just confident that we will net people more money.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. And also like the fact you can handle the payment processing on your own too, through PWCC cred. So when someone sells something, it goes into their account and then they can transfer it out, respend the credit however they wish, which I mean, I'm sure a lot of people keep in there and keep building their way up through the vault too. Totally. Awesome. Okay. So let me just check out. I don't think there's been any more audience questions yet. Like I said, if anyone's just joining now, uh, feel free to throw um, uh, a comment into the chat and we'll try to get your question answered. Um, Let's see here. What's up, Aaron Nate? So the fees he's talking about is only for the seller, correct?
2: Yeah. So so this is just a seller commission. So yeah, pre our premier auction does have a buyer's premium, which is different, right? So the fee structures are different. So there's a 20% buyer's premium for our premier auction and for the monthly auction and for fixed price marketplace. Those are both just seller. Uh, those are seller fees. So there's no buyer's premium.
0: Yep. And just because we're on the subject and Nate, go ahead. I'll ask my question after you.
1: Um, just a question on that. So if I'm deciding I want to send in cards to PWCC, um, and say it's, I, I get, I get the premier auction is high, high, high end. Um, do you have an option? Say you're sending in a $10,000 card. I don't know if that makes it into the premier auction or not, but if it did, would you have an option to send it into just the regular, uh, yeah, eBay auction and not the premier auction or.
2: Yeah. So the oh, cutoff what? for premier is it's about 25 K. It's around right. 25K. Um, we've let some less expensive ones get in there when we didn't have a monthly auction to try to take care of some of our sellers. Um, but really it's about that 25K threshold. But look, if you want to sell your card in, because the fee structures are different, right? So really like let's just use a $25,000 card, for example. So in our monthly auction, you're going to pay 7% as a seller. And through our premier auction, it's basically a 10% fee. We give back 10% of the buyer's premium. There's a 20% buyer's premium. So you get half of that BP Back to you. So effectively, we're making ten percent on that card instead of we would make seven on the card through the monthly auction, right? So what I tell people is like, look, if you have a commodity, something that has an easy comp that's twenty five k or twenty k, whatever, let's call it a Bowman, uh, you know, Bowman Chrome Brady PSA ten. Well, it might not need to go in Premier. Like the Premier is premiere is four cards that want to you know need to be highlighted. So more unique, rare, low serial number, those kind of things. Um, that's where now people still do love the 360, you know, imaging and the custom videos and all that stuff. So if you want that, you can put it in Premiere. It's going to be your net will be a little bit more. Um, it's a little bit more expensive per se. You might net more money with that extra highlight and that extra care in Premiere. Uh, but it's just up to the, the consigner which route they want to go. They can send it to monthly and have it be, um, you know, if it's more of a commodity, even in that range, or they can go to Premiere. But it's up to you.
0: Awesome. I'm going to follow that up and just stick on the quick Premier thing for a second because I, that was a good question because not a lot of people have used buyer premium models in the past, which is why they also haven't used extended bidding models in the past because generally mm-hmm. high-end auctions is where it's included. Um, talk to me about just the competitive landscape for high-end auctions, including buyer premium models, and how you all try to set yourself apart from competitors with your fee structure because I saw Brock's post a story the other day that was very enlightening um, and maybe I'll let you share yeah. that because that's coming from you all.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, some people hear zero seller fees and they just think they're getting a great deal. And a lot of these, you know, a lot of places will have 15, 20, 21% buyer's premium, which means that company is making that entire buyer's premium. So they're saying a 0% seller fee. So they're not going to charge you based on, um, based on the sale price, but they're always going to get that buyer's premium. So what we're, what we always say, we just had a flat fee structure um, but below 250,000, it's 110% of what we call the hammer price. So if a card closes for a hundred grand, the buyer pays, pays 120. We call that 100 grand the hammer price. So we're giving the seller 110. So they're getting half of that buyer's premium, right? And then if it's 250 to a million, then we give them 1125 So they get another two and a half percent back. And then if it's over a million dollars, we give them um, another two and a half percent back. So it's 115%. So that's the misconception. The misconception is hearing. Zero seller fees, you feel like you're getting a great deal when reality that company's probably making 20% on that item.
0: Yeah, and you're just making with the hammer price is because the bidders aren't bidding any different. The bidders know it's right. 20% wherever they're it's all bidding. part of the
2: calculation, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. And that
0: and I'll point it out because this is you know, this is fair for people that, and I will say, like, I haven't, I don't, I can't bid in a PwC Premier auction. I don't have that level of, of money, but you know, what is a buyer's premium? Why do I have to pay a premium on a higher price card? Because I'm bidding on it it's cuz of the fact that people take into account that bid when they're or that that buyer's premium when they're bidding on it mm-hmm. so they already know that that's how much they're paying
2: and i guess yeah. that's probably what you'd say too it's a, it's a standard for uh higher end uh auctions and we you know we do like the the seller commission model cuz it's what we always had before but we didn't want this specific thing for the high end buyers we didn't want to recreate the wheel we just wanted to um keep it consistent so when they're buying higher end cards they're used to that around 20 percent buyer's premium but we did do is we we cut into that to give back to the seller so they could have a higher net um than what a lot of people do
0: yep exactly and then also this is a good question too from daniel um there was a ton of buzz around the pwcc i appeal sticker around the time that the jordan psa 10 with the s i think it's for superior right
2: yeah superior yep.
0: so for 800 grand what does the pwcc i appeal work or how does it work um, what cards does it get placed on? How does it get reviewed? And yep. can it get reviewed if someone, I'll just add on top, is can it get reviewed if someone sends in for the monthly auction
2: that's going on right now? Sure. So we have um, A, E, and S. A is above average, E is exceptional, and S is superior. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to highlight, in our opinion, um, some of the nicest cards in that respective grade for that card. Um, so A, uh, A is above the top 30%, E is the top 15%, S is the top five. Uh, so every card that's sent to auction or to the vault is reviewed for an appeal sticker. Now, if you believe that it should get one and it didn't get one, you can request that it be looked at again. Look, we're all human. Um, you know, it's our opinion and we can change our mind. So, uh, you know, just like a grading company doing a review or, uh, whatever it may be. So you can request that.
0: So just for, for y'all to see whoever's now aware of what the, uh, PWCC appeal stickers are. This is the BBG seven, uh, Hank Aaron rookie in this month's uh, monthly auction, as you can see up here, it's got the little uh, stamp up there. It says top 5% on the back, you look, and there's the sticker on the back of the slab. Yep. I will add in here, you know, this is for people to learn about. I think this is a good learning thing, you know, who, I guess people just like grading, everyone's wondering, all right, who's doing the grading? Who the heck is touching my card? Who's who's reviewing it? This and that. Just speak to how you guys have determined this whole PWCCI appeal thing, because I think it's good for people to know. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just, it's, just it. ex,
2: it's, ex, it's, experience. Um, they're employees that they have experience looking at cards and um, you know, it's something that we created years ago. And so, you know, the only people that do this are some of our most experienced employees that understand cards and understand car condition. They've been trained to do it. So it's, it's our, it's our opinion. And you know, we've seen significant value come out of these, these stickers, obviously that Jordan, the Jordan 10, I mean, that thing was unbelievable, freshly graded, uh, so it's it's uh, it can add a ton of value if you have a good eye for it. And now we know that not every you know PSA nine or, or Beckett nine is created equal. So we're just highlighting the ones that we feel are very nice because the grading has a human element to it as well. And someone can be having a good day. They can be having a bad day. And maybe they undergrade a card because they're having a bad day and they weren't feeling as generous or whatever it may be. Right. We all we all see those 10s out there that look like they shouldn't be 10s or nines out there that look like they should be 10s. Uh, because it's people are human, and that's just part of you know part of when you have a a grading system that is relied upon human beings. That's just that's part of the na- the, the and that's
0: not it. and that's not standardized. I'll point this out too. You know, it's Nate true. and I had a huge discussion about a month ago where people were saying, "Oh, how can you compare a PSA ten, to a BGS ten, and or to a BGS ten, you know, to an SGC ten, whatever? When they're not all the same jet mint, mint, mint plus this and that, yeah. whatever it might be." You know, yeah. and my my thing here is. There is no standard because gem right. mint is gem mint at BGS does not mean a gem mint at PSA does not mean it's gem mint to SGC. There's no standard. Totally. It's not there's like not. That there's a, you know, public led thing here that there's this is how every single person grades because it's all human. As you said, now, obviously that means that everyone needs to bid with confidence and what they're looking at. Um, I don't think anyone here is going to sit here and tell you to bid on it because of what the number says on the card. You know, look at the card, understand the card and decide if it's for you. And that's my personal opinion. I live by that. You know, I buy the card, not the grade. But at certain times, obviously, the grade matters too, you know. Like, you can see the grade. You can use your eyes to assess it as well. And I think that that's the way to do it. And then, obviously, from there – just as you said you know with with your review on top of it people also need to do their research on top of it too you know, look at it if it says it's a pwcc or s you know mm-hmm. and then make make up make up your mind for yourself i think everything out there is good to start gauging and adding value and understanding what these cards are and how they grade and everything but in the end you know it is up to you who's bidding on it if that is something you want to pay for just like the person that bought the michael jordan for 800 grand 72 what, what he posted about it, so i feel good saying his name um nick he came out and said he bought it and he's mm-hmm. an iron buyer he bought it for a reason. You know, he bought it because he wants right. the best PSA 10 Jordan that he's ever seen. And he's a huge buyer. So like, right. that's clearly someone that cared about it. And that's just the point I'm trying to get across is that, you know, bid on it with confidence because you're confident in it yourself. Yeah. All right, Jesse. So looking at this auction, 40,000 cards is a ton. <laughs> it's, uh, a lot. It's, it's a lot. It's the biggest auction PWCC's history, right? For a monthly auction between eBay and all the months.
2: Yep, it is, it is our largest quantity auction we've ever done. Yeah,
0: exactly. So that, that's huge. Now on the bright side, y'all had a, a while to prepare for it while also having a million other things to prepare for too, like the dev and the launch. to so like.
2: Right. Yeah, we had, we, well, cause we had a backlog of cards that, uh, you know, people were waiting to sell. So we do believe this one's going to be, you know, quite, quite bigger than probably our next couple auctions. But, um, but we'll see. We still did get roughly half of those cards in after the eBay news came. So it was still a good, a good quantity that came in, even in the last 30, 40 days.
0: Yeah. So that's a big thing right there. You know, like if all 40,000 cards came from cards that are committed to eBay, maybe there's 45,000 cards that are committed to eBay. If 5,000 getting pulled after the news, that's a little bit of a different story than 20,000 add another 20,000 from there. Um, so that's cool to see. But I guess my, where I'm going with this question is what do you see as the future of the PWCC monthly auction? Um, when y'all came out, the premier auction it was the first time y'all did it in May. And I will say the difference between May and, May and July was huge. Um, mm-hmm. There were so many tools that were put into place, so many different things that were added in. Um, this is all coming from myself. Guys, I'm, a, I'm an observer. I'm a card lover. I've done this for years. I give my own opinions on here. You know, I, I was very impressed with what happened. Where do you see it going with the monthly auction? How many strides are you all going to take in the future to improve this, to keep making this better? Because as I've said at the beginning of today's stream, I've always thought that eBay is not – made for sports cards. It just isn't. There has to be a place that's better than eBay to buy and sell to better protect not only the seller, the buyer too, the whatever, whoever's involved in it. Um, and and I just want to hear from you what the plans and how you're going to consistently make this better for people because that's what the sports card community deserves after, I think, years of having to go through hassle with eBay.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, look, the beauty, once again, is that we control this. So we're going to be able to make iterations just like we did with um, with Premier Auction. And Look, let's be clear, our first auction, this monthly one, it's not gonna be perfect. This is, it's new software. I mean, just, I'm just being honest. We, uh, If you know software, you know it's never, it's never roses when your first one comes out. So it's not gonna be perfect. There's gonna be uh, feedback that we're gonna take and we're gonna listen to seriously and we're gonna make changes and we're gonna fix things and keep building on tools and making it better and better. Um, and I mean, look what's happened with Premiere. It wasn't perfect when it came out earlier either. I now believe it's the premier high-end venue in our market. Um, And I just, I don't think anything's going to be different with monthly once we really get our legs under us.
0: For sure. And I just want to show everyone who is joining halfway through the stream or towards the end of the stream. um, This is what the monthly auction looks like. It is at pwccmarketplace.com. You go up to the top tab and click monthly auction Uh, for everyone that's looking to bid in this auction. There's different closing days on the side here. Um, Please, if you have not, or if you did not join the beginning of the stream, rewind it to the beginning because we talked through the process of the closing dates and when they start. I will reiterate, uh, get your bids in early on these to qualify for extended bidding and make sure you register and do the verification process because that's the only way you can bid. And uh, if y'all are just looking at me and tune on the market, and if you didn't watch closes of the PwC premier auction, which have been really fun to track, in my opinion, the nights that these things are closing between the 24th and the 29th, right, Jesse? 29th. Mm -hmm. Uh,
2: Yeah, I believe so. Yeah.
0: Just watch this top banner here. Literally just watch (laughs) the top banner and you'll see where the market is moving. Um, because these are gonna be the cards that are getting the most recent bids uh, at the time of the uh, auction. And and it's really I think a cool feature to be able to track that because there's it's very hard to do that on eBay, I'll tell you that much. You gotta have so many different tabs open and refreshing and stuff. I will I did see something earlier in the stream that I want to bring up and I don't think I say it yet, but uh so Doge Master, Doge Monster was wondering if I was to sell my PSA nine Jerry West rookie card, how could I determine my fees before I can sign?
2: It's all based on closing price, so it's it's going to be a, a rough estimate depending on um, what it closes for. But a, a sixty one Fleer West rookie uh, would be that would qualify for our premier auction. So um, I mean, if if you want to put it in there, and that's a card that I think should be highlighted in in that, um, as long as it's his his portrait, not the action action card. That might, that card, if it's the action one, would probably go uh in monthly. I don't think I don't think a PSA nine of that would qualify for premiere, but um it's all based on the close price. So you need to just kind of estimate what the close price is going to be and that's what your feel be.
0: Yep. Awesome. I just want you to give an answer to that. Um I don't want to mess up this name, but Giole, Nate, you're the you're the pronunciation <laughs> guy. What do you think? Boda. Huh? No Boda. <laughs> last thing. last name. <laughs> uh will the flash auctions be back soon?
2: Yes, um, we are working on that. That's kind of the last piece to the puzzle to get back you know, all of those liquidity options for our clients. So I believe by the end of next month, we will have flashback. Um, that, that, will, that is definitely on our radar. Our dev team's working on it, um, but we had to perfect this uh, this monthly auction first and get this off, off and running. So uh, that will be back soon.
0: Eduardo, is there an app?
2: We do have an app. Uh, yeah, the PWCC Marketplace app. You can go download it bidding for all of these should also be available in the app in the next month or so we don't have it yet um, we wanted to make sure it was done on the website properly first and then that will be added to the app and so I would say in the next month or two uh, you know you'll be able to have the ability to bid not only in monthly but in premiere as well through the app
0: that's good um, I'm assuming a notification system will be set up for people that yep. have to watch list and stuff
2: totally yep
0: good deal yep. Uh, Rob says to put a card in the premiere what value are you looking at?
2: minimum of roughly 25k for premier
0: there you go de uh, juice main so I don't know I mean Jesse, you gonna make a call if you want but I think that for this question talking about being taxed on value gain in the vault I would contact your accountant for that I mean I yeah don't know see that probably answer the same thing
2: I, I believe and look I'm not, a, not an accountant but I believe until you sell um, you know nothing nothing matters until you you set you sell or there's a transaction.
0: Yeah, that, that's what I was kind of thinking, too. But, like, obviously, um, you know, contact your accountant. And mm-hmm. uh, Mike Petty says the same thing. Uh, not until you sell them not accountant uh, But definitely, definitely talk to someone about that. Um, Jesse, a couple minutes left here. Anything you want to share with the sports card community on um, literally anything that has to do with the monthly auction, premier auction, how excited you are just for this stuff to get kicked off? I just want people to hear from yeah. yourself, you know, who obviously is – I would say more, you know, the spokesperson for PWCC and, and I appreciate what you do. And I just want people to know, you know, what your, what your goals are at PWCC and taking the company forward.
2: Yeah. I mean, look, we, we want to create the best auction venue we can for the community. Um, We feel like, you know, people are so used to eBay, but they have so many frustrations with it. Uh, So the beauty of, you know, being a big player in our space, but you know, a relatively still small company in, in general terms, you know, we have about 110 employees. So, um, we're able to make changes quickly to receive criticism, you know, positive, uh, positive feedback. Do it all and actually make changes. I mean, making changes is the biggest thing, and tweaking this thing moving forward to make it better. So, um, what I would say to everybody is, you know, if you have a sales rep assigned to you, please contact them with feedback on the auction. We would love to have it. If not, feel free to email CS at PWCCMarketplace.com. Uh, but we want to, we want to make this the best venue that our market has, and we need. We need feedback because you might have the next great idea or the next comment that can make it that much better. And so we want to hear it.
0: Absolutely. I have some more things to add, but Magic said, thanks for the talk. No matter what anybody says, I give them props for showing up and answering all these questions. Not everyone does that. I want to add in here, you know, Nate and I came up with all these questions ourselves. We weren't told how to ask questions. We came up with these questions. We think these were the most valuable for you all to hear and the answers that Jesse can give for you all. Um, Jesse, my question is to the people that, have joined sports cars in the last year or even the last five years, 10 years. So it doesn't matter. Why should someone be confident in joining this new auction venue? Um, Where I think personally, this is me speaking. Once again, I think I'm going to hopefully find good deals in my specific category. I like to buy in. Why should someone be ca- be confident to like, join me in doing that? Like, because I'm sure there's people out there who hear me saying, Oh, I just placed a bunch of bids tonight. And they're like, eh, should I do it? Should I not? What would you say to those people?
2: Well, yeah, I mean, we've heard people say, oh, because of the quantity, because your first one, you know, maybe there's some deals, maybe. Um, but you know, I also know that some cards are gonna, they're probably going to go crazy. And they're, you know, probably going to set records. And that's typically, you know, what what happens in our in our auctions. So um, if you're if you're new to the space, and you're not familiar with us, um, you know, I would say just look at the software that we create, right? Look at the cards that that sellers have confidence in having a sell for them. Um, I mean, we are the largest auction seller in the world for trading cards. And so, uh, you know, we're that for a reason. Uh, we really care. We want this software, like I've said, to be as good as it possibly can be the venue for anyone to sell a $50 card or $500,000 card. Um, you know, the the monthly premier fixed price marketplace, our vault, lending, I mean, we're creating, we have all the infrastructure for collectors and investors to do what they want in this in this market. And so I'd say, just give us a shot.
0: Awesome. Hey, thank you for that. And I will say, you know, that's that's the biggest thing is is caring about how these how people can act in this auction. Because it, like I said, the amount that I've felt over the last five years, everything is so buyer focused through eBay. Um, giving the the care to both the buyer and the seller is what's going to make something like this run. So I, pro- I, you know, give you props for doing that, for taking PWCC forward and initiating all these different things that we heard about today um, to make sure that people are confident in what's going on. Uh, I will pull this up for Dave because I think that this is another key thing that should be answered uh, in terms of Premier auctions. If you have a rare card in one in the Premier auction, is there anything PWCC will do to make sure there aren't duplicates in the same auction? You know, think about there's a 2018 Prism Luca PSA 10 numbered of 199 as an example. It's actually a great
2: question, and that's something that we do for Premier. Um, we do not do the same card in the same grade. Uh, in in a premier auction so you won't see two luca psa 10 blues um, in the premier auction what we would do is we'd have to move we would have to commit one to the next auction for somebody it's a first come first serve basis Um, and people are learning that we're starting to get cards in a lot earlier because of it because they want to excuse me they want to reserve their spot um, in the auction so uh, that is definitely something that we do that's why you won't see the same card in the auction Awesome. And this is a good
0: one from Rob. So if we win a card in this month's auction, do you have any clue on when we might receive it? And I will say um you're probably going to have all hands on deck over these next <laughs> few weeks. But give give people the just a little insight if you know anything about this.
2: Yeah, when once you pay, um you know, this is going to be the first auction that we've had to close uh with this much quantity, right? Uh you know, some people will pay right away, some won't. So my understanding is that it'll be shipped out in a couple of days. Uh, So it'll be fairly quick.
0: Yep. Absolutely. I'm sure have your team running around. We have, we have have
2: about a 10 person uh, logistics team that handles all of our receiving and shipping. And it'll be, it'll definitely be all hands on deck.
0: Yep. And I know that you do have the option to either send it to the vault if you have a vault Uh account or send it to yourself too.
2: Correct. Yep.
1: Nate, anything else? I know that kind of dominated that. Sorry, Nate. Uh, No, you're good. I was thinking as a person that just shipped out 12 packages on my most recent break, and that was enough for me. I can't (laughs) imagine. Now, obviously, it's not going to be 40,000 because there's going to be people that buy multiple cards, but still thousands of packages. Um, So props to you guys for taking this on. And Jesse, props to you for coming on here, because I know I know it's not always easy to go answer questions about something new or answer questions about what has happened in the past. And uh, the fact that you were came on here, I've seen multiple comments on the side um, about people giving you props, giving PWCC props, and also gaining uh, some new users. So
2: cool. Awesome.
1: Uh, props to you for coming on here. I appreciate uh, it. Impressive. And last thing,
0: Jesse, just say really quick and how people can get registered and verified for this auctions. I'm sure it's going to be people who listened through this and, you know, yep. whatever you had to say. Are you know, confident like I am too and want to join this.
2: Yeah, just go to p- pwccmarketplace.com, um, log uh, or go to register up in the top right corner, and it'll ask you for email and cell phone verification that gets you to what we call level two status where you can bid um, You can bid in the auction.
1: Uh, one last question here?
2: Yeah. Yep. I feel like it's pretty good. Yeah, sorry. I'll, I clicked at the same you time. You clicked on the internet. same thing
1: I clicked on. <laughs> I'd be nervous mailing a whole vault collection. Can you hand deliver it?
2: You can. Yeah, you can. Uh, we have lots of options. Depending on the value, we can do an armored truck pickup. We've done that many, many, many times. Um, you know, you can ship fully insured. We can help provide a label for that as well um, via uh, via FedEx. So all fully insured. Or you can, yeah, you can hand deliver it.
0: Well, so- someone's... Uh... Hopping in the truck right or hopping in their car right now. Come and get ready, Jesse. <laughs>
2: OG um, card scammer. What a name. <laughs> <he's
0: coming>. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mac says value added combo. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad. You know, that's what the goal is. Here. The goal is to come on here and uh, ask these qu- important questions for you all to hear because I, I'm very excited. I'm going to be tuned in all of the week that this is closing, all leading up to it too.
1: I've already got a ton favorited. Uh, I'm sure Nate's going to be spending all night looking at the baseball card auction. Well, here's the thing. The twenty fourth is my birthday, so I'm going to be buying myself a
2: birthday present after <laughs> birthday present. Apparently, there you go. The, the The baseball night is stacked. There's a lot of stuff in there. It's a big night. Big I'm night. I'm
0: excited. I'm excited. All right, Jesse. That's all we're going to do for today. Um, oh, good question here. Any Canadian vault
2: incoming? Uh, we don't have a vault being planned for Canada right now. No. Uh, but look, we can't We can't help with international shipments from Canada.
0: I was going to say, but Canadians can use your service.
2: Oh, 100%. Yeah, Fine. yeah, totally. Yeah, Just drive on down. Sure
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> Rob's looking forward to the auction. We are glad. I am too. And uh, that's it. Nate, thanks for joining. Jesse, thanks for joining. Everyone, thanks for listening. Be sure to check it out. PWCC Monthly Auction. The premiere is going on right now, too. Uh, I've been watching that, and there's some insane cards in there. So go look at it. It's uh, pretty eye-popping what's going down there. Uh, Jesse, thank you once again. I think it's my time to sign off. I can't talk anymore. (laughs) (laughs) All
2: right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. We'll see you. All right. See you, everyone.